It's time for our 360 round, and today we're talking about bank stocks, kicking off earnings season next week. Eric Compton is with us, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar, and Dave Harden, CIO at Summit Global Investments. Thank you both for being with me. So, uh, you know, we're getting ready for the big banks next week, but as we kicked off this new year, it was an incredible record 2021 in many ways for the banks. Uh, you know, the banks were booming, earnings season was starting, um, and that's how we started off this year with some good news for banks. Is the picture different on the heels of what we heard from Jamie Dimon yesterday? Eric, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't think things are different. I think, I mean, obviously Russia's invasion of Ukraine has changed some of the macroeconomic, geopolitical outlook a bit. But, you know, that aside, uh, I don't think much has changed. I think it's more just the valuation. A lot of these risks have always been there. So through much of 2021, even towards the beginning of 2022, we were kind of warning that we thought the sector was fully valued, even slightly overvalued at different points. And we said, hey, you know, there's a lot of rate risk in here. And if this higher rate positive economic story starts to you know, lose a little sentiment, these things could start to come back down. Some of those risks are starting to materialize. You don't always know, you know which risks are going to materialize. This time it was something that you know, I would have never predicted. Uh, but I think it's just valuations reacting as, 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 the, as the risk sentiment changes. But underneath, the economy is still strong. It's just it, it's hard to tell exactly which risks are going to materialize and when. And, so I think the banks react. Mm -hmm. So Eric worried a little bit about some headwinds being fully valued, um, some volatility, I guess. Um, Dave, that may make sense to you. We did hear that when I when I um, talked about what Jamie Dimon of, of JP Morgan said yesterday, he said, look, it's not Russia specifically that is the problem. It's just the Russia-Ukraine, U.S.-China trade. These are big events, um, economic relationships that could have geopolitical you know, reach now for the next decade, he was saying. So it's not just today. What are your thoughts, Dave, on the group? Well, you're absolutely right. We're a global economy. You know, if you look at the S&P 500, over 30% of the S&P earnings come from outside the United States, right? And these banks that we're talking about, the JP Morgans of the world, the Wells Fargo, the City, et cetera, Goldman Sachs, these are global players. Right. J.P. Morgan talked about, you know, Jamie talked about that they have some exposure over to Russia and over in the Europe. These it's going to impact and market volatility does something else. These banks make money on IPOs. And we've clearly seen in the first quarter the IPOs slowing considerably. So analysts are trying to revise their numbers right as fast as they can. Deutsche Bank came out today and was the first bank that really came out and said, hey, we forecast a major recession in the U.S because of the yield curve inverting, these things cause risk. So we need to be aware that all of us see interest rates at 5%, uh, mortgage rates at 5%. All of us see interest rates going up. The Fed is way behind the curve with inflation. So we see interest rates in a year a lot higher than it is today. We know that that makes a possibility for banks to make more money, but the yield curve has to steepen. And we really haven't seen, we've seen very, very steep in the front end of the curve and the back end of the curve extremely flat, yeah. even inverted from two to 10 to 20 to let alone 30. 
Right, right. Okay. So, and I appreciate that you mentioned the um, the forecast there from Deutsche Bank too. Really, just um, some tough words there when you hear the word recession. Um, that spooks folks. So, Eric, which names would you consider first as an investor? You know, what would you say? Should should anybody get into the banks at any time? What should they look for? Is it the big banks? Is it the regionals? Is it fintech? I, I don't know. Or is the whole group just sort of overvalued and you're very much in a wait and see mode, Eric? Yeah, so I mean, banks are off roughly 20% from their, their highs in the past. Plus, so they're not, I wouldn't say they're overvalued anymore. In fact, they're, they're starting to trade slightly below our fair value estimates on it. Okay. So they're not super cheap. You know, you're still playing with some rate and economic risk, but they're not as high as they used to be. And so in this context, we're telling people the ideal is you want a bank that has low rate exposure, uh, ideally and a, a cheaper valuation. So yeah. there are there are a couple names we've highlighted. One, it, only for you know investors that understand what they're getting into, it's not a pretty story, but Citigroup actually fits the bill. Um, unfortunately, they have the largest international exposure, but they have the lowest rate risk exposure and they are very cheap. Uh, you have to understand the time constraints you're dealing with, the time horizon risks and turnaround risks. That's one. Uh, among the regionals, we've also been highlighting first public. Uh, that's one that does not have a lot of the franchise issues that Citigroup has. If anything, it's a strong franchise, fastest growing under my coverage, also low rate risk. So those are, I think that's the way to play it now, while also keeping in yeah. mind just managing exposure to the sector, understand that risk can be. Right. All right, so Citigroup and First Republic. Dave, same question to you. I mean, are there names that you would buy into now or which ones are you getting ready to buy into when they're ready to do so? Well, I think it's a great question. And, and, and Eric puts well, I mean, you know, Citigroup would get a pass in my book. They have a lot of issues, but they've recently sold off some of their consumer ba uh, banking business. They've reduced some risk there. But no risk to this. And we are in a very volatile area of the market. And you have to look at downside risk of all of these firms. And if you're looking for something that doesn't have any downside risk, maybe there's nothing here, right? I don't, it's, it's like buying a horse. I don't know if you can get a perfect horse, right? There's always something wrong. You have to determine what you can live with. We can live with JP Morgan. We like JP Morgan from a standpoint. Okay. Oh, JP Morgan, okay. Yeah, we like that. We like City, And we would stay away from Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo still, they're just dealing with a lot of turmoil within their C management group. I don't think they got everything squared away from their problems. So that's one we'd probably avoid. We'd probably lean towards JP Morgan and Citi. Thank you both. Wonderful to chat with you. I think this was a great conversation to have ahead of next week's earnings so we could be a little more realistic. Eric Compton, Morningstar, Dave Harden, and Summit Global Investments. Thank you.